morning church. Matt and Ben, I also want to be like Sassy, all right? <laughs> uh, so you're not left out, so we're all in the same boat. Um, this morning, I want to share with you what God's put on my heart. Now, if I told you in 2010 and gave you, and, and if I told you in 2010, buy Tesla shares. If you had $67,000 Tesla shares in 2010, and if I told you, listen, buy that, you will not regret it. Today, that would have turned to a million dollars. And if I tell you it's a foolproof investment and I'm willing to give you the million dollars, if you don't get the million dollars, I would assume every one of us here sitting who, who you know, would have had 60000 back then would have invested. Isn't that right? I would have. I'm an accountant. I've got an accounting qualification. So, you know, every time you hear the disclaimers, you know. So, but if I tell you today, another word of God says, we can invest in the kingdom of God and we will definitely get a return. Let me just be reminding you again, when we invest in the kingdom of God, we will get a return. Not only the Bible says in this life, it says we get a return when we get to heaven. How good is that? And when the Word of God says that, it's a foolproof investment. Isn't that right? And you know who said that? Jesus said that. And He said, invest in the kingdom of God. You and I will be looked after while we are on this earth, and not only while we are on this earth, when we get to eternity, that reward will follow us. And I'll tell you what, those of us who are savvy investors would say, yes, I'll do that. Isn't that right? Let's go to Matthew 6, 33. This is what it reads. But seek first, this is the words of Jesus. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today, Lord. Father, we're here to see here what you want to say what you want to minister by your spirit, Lord. Come and use me an instrument, Lord, that you would build us up, that you would, Lord, speak, minister, encourage, build, Lord. And as we wait for your coming, Lord, prepare us, Father. Your Lord, your spirit to just mightily move in this place. In Jesus' name we pray and ask, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Now, the context of that Matthew 6 was that the multitudes had gathered, the disciples were there, and Jesus was teaching them about the kingdom of God. And in, in chapter 6, you will read that Jesus was teaching them about life and what you need to do. In 25 onwards, this is what the but is referring to. Verse 25 onwards, Jesus was talking to them about 
Um, don't worry about this life. I don't know if you remember, you know, don't worry about this life. What are you going to eat? What are you going to wear? And Jesus said, look at the birds of the air. I love that verse of Scripture. Look at the birds of the air. And what do they, what do, they don't do? Are you with me today? They don't sow. They don't reap. They don't store. And the Word of God says, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And he said, you are much more important than them. And then he goes on to talk about the flowers in the field. Don't worry about what you will wear. Look at the flowers in the field and how beautiful they are today and thrown in the fire tomorrow. And Jesus said, he goes on telling all of that. And he comes to these words and he says, but seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, and all these things. What is he referring to? He's referring to all from verse 25 that he was talking about. He said, all of this you will not lack. And can I add, when we seek his kingdom and his righteousness, we will be rewarded in eternity. I'll come, back, I'll come to that verse and I'll, we'll go to that verse, this you know, scripture that says, you know, in the end, you and I, whatever we've done on this earth for Him is going to last. Do you know that? I want us to know that. I don't want us to get to that stage and think and say, I didn't know what I'm going to do. You know, whatever I did on this earth is going to be rewarded to me. I don't know how it looks like, whether, you know, some of us may have an extra set of wings. So I don't know how it looks like, to be honest with you. Some said, you know, it's a bigger mansion up in heaven. I don't know if we will be, you know, thinking about our mansion when Jesus is in the midst of us. I, you know what I mean? I can't comprehend. You have preachers who said, you know, I've been to heaven and I've been back. I don't know how heaven looks like, but one thing I know, there is going to be a difference between the reward between each one of us based on what we've done on this earth. We need to know this because this is an investment strategy that we need to know it's going to last can I tell you, eternity, I'm talking eternity, I'm not talking the short whatever life that is on this earth that we see, it is forever and forever and forever and forever, what we do here is going to last all eternity for you and for, for I. Now we really need to think, isn't that right? We really need to think and we need to get on to prioritizing our life as to what is important, what is not important. You know, last week, um, I got a neighbor, all right? He's not like Pastor Matt's neighbor that you hear stories of Pastor Matt's neighbor. And for those of you who've missed out, you've got to go speak to him and ask about Pastor Matt's neighbor, and you'll find out a lot of stories about him. We've lived there for about 12 years, <clears throat> And so I didn't see him for a while, and I, and, I, and I, you know, we used to talk. You know, he used to come out, he, you know, I'll tell you what. And when you talk to him, a big mansion, and that's the mansion. If I ever wanted a house, it was like, you know, do, do not cover your neighbors. But I did, you know, and I looked at it, and I said, that was beautiful. That is beautiful. It's a big double-story brick house, costing 400000 he said. Probably got six or seven rooms with massive, it's a massive on probably a 900-square-meter property. So every day we would talk, and when he's outside, he'd say, hey, Paul, how are you going? Uh, you know, what are you doing? And things like that. Listen to this. 
properties, you know, he's got a property, two, three investment properties that he's got. All his three kids went to James Ruse. How can that ever happen? All his three kids went to James Ruse. He's a Vietnamese family. All his three kids went to the top selective. One is a doctor, one is an engineer, one is an accountant. So he used to talk, and he used to talk about this and that and life and politics and everything like that. A couple of months ago, I didn't see him. And I said, oh, he's probably gone to Vietnam to, you know, uh, for a holiday or something like that. And then the son, who's a doctor, came by after work, and I said, hey, how are you going? You know, I haven't seen your dad for a while. What's happened to him? Or, you know, is he in Vietnam or something like that? And he said, no, what he said, he said, he passed away. 62. And the worst thing was, he said, when did, uh, when did this happen? I was shocked. He said, four months ago, I felt as a neighbor, I felt so bad. 62, left all that he had behind. And you think to your life and you go, now let me go back and reprioritize my life. What is important? Never took any of it that he owned. And the worst thing for me was, um, you know, I never shared the gospel to him. We had talked about God, but I never shared the gospel to him. That feeling that came on me, I don't know if you ever had that, that feeling that came on me. I never shared the gospel. Although we talked about God, he said he's a Catholic, and every time we go to church, he, he sees us go, and he says, where are you going? I'm going to church, but never once shared Jesus Christ as a Savior. And that feeling that came on me, what I'm trying to get at is, can I tell you, life on this earth is very temporal. And Jesus gave us a strategy to invest. And he said, seek. I'm going to go to this word, seek. So one, he says, seek. And second thing he says is, first. If we go to the word and he says, seek him. Seek his kingdom and do that first. And when we do that first, everything else will be added unto us. Sometimes I have done this. I don't know if you've done that. I have sought all the other things at the expense of seeking God, but I've fallen short and not getting and not satisfied with what I've sought after. But Jesus said, no, seek me and put me first. And when we do that, we will be satisfied in what we're seeing here. And not only here, when we get to eternity, I can tell you there is a reward. I'll go later on and talk a little bit on seeking God. I want us to watch this video. It's already 11, 10, 20, but I just want, I think, I remember, you know, looking at this video about three months ago and it really started, you know, telling me, you know, Paul, you've got to go to the priorities in life. You've got to reprioritize. What is the most important thing in your life? This can, this is applicable to a university student, to someone old, someone young, I think across the board, every one of us, I think we need to check, we need to see what is it that we have prioritized in our life. And I think this video... Uh, you know, towards the end, there is a beer in there. Just excuse that. But, uh, you know, I think it's a very good video for us to watch. And if I can see that, if we can see that, please. Good afternoon, everyone. We all have this one life to live. A fleeting shadow amongst all that exists in this vast universe. We have the ability to accomplish anything 
truly anything if we use our time wisely. Is this jar full? Is it full now? Yes. And how about now? Is the jar full now? Now, I want you to recognize that this jar represents your life. Golf balls are the important things, your family, your friends, your health, and your passions. The pebbles are the other important things, your car, your, your job, your home. And the sand is everything else. It's just the small stuff. Now, if you put the sand in the jar first, you won't have room for the pebbles or the golf balls. And the same is true in life. If you spend all your energy and your time on the small stuff, you won't have time for all the really important things that matter to you. Pay attention to the things that are critical to your happiness. Take care of the golf balls first, the really important things. Set your priorities, because everything else is it's just sand. So important, isn't it? So through, isn't it? And I remember, you know, just watching this, and I said, um, and I started thinking about my priorities and what I have done. And this verse says, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. I think it will have a different meaning for each one of us in terms of what is it that we need when we say, when we seek the kingdom of God. And you know what? Paul is the apostle Paul. And if we go quickly, we go to Philippians chapters 3, verses 7 onwards. And Paul talks about his life. And he talks about the meaning of life and what is life. And he talks from verse 7 onwards. And look, listen to this. I think he's the one that's really got this particular verse right. And look at what he says. He says, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. And if you really think about Paul, Paul circumcised on the eighth day a Benjamite. Went to the school of Gamaliel. Paul got saved. He raised people from the dead. I don't know if you know that miracle that he did. Do you know his handkerchief and apron that touched him? People took that and God used that miraculously. People were healed. Do you remember that story? I would have started Paul's heavenly handkerchief business back then, you know. The, 
He raised, he healed the leper from birth. He had all these things, and he had done all of these things in his Christian walk, Christian life. And when he comes to that, and he says in these words, and he says, all that is garbage in the surpassing knowledge of knowing Jesus Christ. And he says, Whatever it is in this life, we could say, whatever money that I could get, I could have, all of that is rubbish that I may know Christ. And that's what Paul says. Exactly what Jesus is saying here. I think when we start to seek His kingdom and His righteousness, you know what? When we put 100% to it, that's where we will go to. Isn't that right? We come to a place and we say, all else is rubbish, garbage. Oh, the joy that I'll have in knowing you, God, seeking you, God, and the things of God. Church, can I tell you, this life is short. It's very short. But we've got an eternity that is awaiting us. You know, I'm not telling that we are going to work towards our salvation. You know, the rewards is totally different to salvation. Salvation is by knowing Christ and only knowing Christ. I want you to know that. I want you to understand that. That's a very important biblical principle. We get saved and salvation is because we know Jesus Christ. It's not by the works that we do. That means every day then if we determine our salvation is because I prayed, no, that's not how it works. Salvation is a free gift that you and I have. But after salvation, we have eternity. And in that eternity, God determines our reward. And seek, when we start to seek the kingdom of God and put Him first, we will win on this earth as well as eternity. So what is seeking God? Now, and today I've just kept seeking God simple. And today I just want to encourage you to want more of God. I'm not talking about prayer at this time. I'm not talking about the reading of the Word. I'm not talking about giving. I'm not talking about anything else. Just want more of God in our lives. That's what I've got seeking God as. Do you want more of God in your life? How is your life prioritized as we speak today? One day we're going to meet Him face to face. Isn't that right? Ellen, my neighbor, was only 62. You and I will one day meet God face to face. And I, would, I, I, I want to go through, and I want us to know this and this passage, this scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.10. Do you know that we will get a reward? I don't know. I, I don't want anyone of us to go to heaven and thinking, oh, is that actually true? Do you know that one day we will be rewarded for what we do? And it is biblical. It is biblical. 2 Corinthians 5.10 says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. It's not talking about heaven or hell. It's talking about the reward. We've already made it into heaven, and we're going to have different rewards based on what we have done. And then Revelation twenty-two twelve says, Look, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give each person according to what they have done. But can I encourage you, don't worry about what you're going to do. But as we seek God, as we say, God, I want more of you, you know what? 
the Spirit of God would lead us to do what He wants to do through us. Do you agree with me? As we seek more God, as we say, God, I want you more. And I can tell you one of the two things that you cannot take it out of our life. We can say, I can, a relationship with God, that is seeking God. Our prayer life, that is seeking God. The Word of God, that is seeking God. But when we get that into us, the Spirit of God will lead us. The Spirit of God will lead us. Seeking God, maybe for me, would have been an opportunity to speak to, you know, I probably had an opportunity to speak to Ellen about Jesus Christ. Do, do you know what I mean? That is seeking the kingdom of God. Maybe for someone else, seeking God is, maybe God's going to bless you so that God, you would give to the kingdom of God. That's seeking God. We all have different things that God would allow. But I can guarantee you, as we seek Him more, he will bring us to a place where he what he will bring us to a place to where we get to a place where we will know what God wants to do through us. And as we do that, we will have we will be blessed on this earth as well as eternity. I'm going to finish with this one story. You know, don't shortchange. We shouldn't shortchange ourselves, isn't that right? You know, many times I have shortchanged myself. Seeking the things of this world at the expense of seeking God or doing things for God. I learned, you know, God is a God who looks at the heart of the people. I don't know, I don't, I don't know where you are at this morning, but you know, God looks at the heart. As we sit here, God can see through us and into our hearts and what we have. What is your priority this morning? In the kingdom of God. Can I encourage you? Let's start seeking Him, and everything else will come into our life. I can guarantee, based on the Word of God, it's a sure, foolproof investment. I don't know about you, but I can tell you it's a foolproof investment. <laughs> you know, CT starts, so. This, he wrote this poem, and he said this. If I can get the band up here, please. And he said this, Only one life, it'll soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And when I am dying, how happy I'll be if the lamp of my life has been burnt out for thee. One of the biggest regrets of Christians on their deathbed was, is in a research study show that, or statistics show that, I wish I'd done more for you, Lord. And we don't want to get there. Can I encourage us this morning, as we seek Him, this morning, can I just encourage you, let's stand up this morning. Just get us to seek Him. Seek us to, just seek Him. It's longing for more of God. And I'll tell you what, once we start with that, I believe everything else will fall along, will fall in step with that. Maybe it is a prayer life that you don't have. I'll tell you what, today you seek God. 
I go back to that, you know, the illustration. Make sure the golf ball is important. The golf ball is important, and one of that is God. And I find myself, I need to keep reminding myself. You know, the Spirit of God reminds me God's important. God's important. So can I just, for a while, you know, just a heart that just longs for God. Don't worry about it if you've never had your prayer life. You haven't been praying for a while. You haven't been reading the Bible. Just this morning, just a heart. Say, God, I want you. God, I want more of you in my life. Can we start with that? I'm just going to sing this song. I just, I just want to pray for you. We're just going to pray for you.